This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Wholesome Monk Podcast. It's your boy, Wholesome Monk, here. And today, I'm joined by the one and only King Drew. What's good with you, friend? How are you? Hey, what's good? Good. Happy to be here, Monk. Happy to be here. How have you hey. been? I've been I've been swell, man, and I'm so happy to have you on because I was really curious because I'm recording this on what I like to call Nerd Week, where I do a bunch of podcast episodes, and I just really want to dive into uh, being a nerd in general because I feel like the perception is so it's so interesting on nerds. I you know the thing is people associate nerd with like anime fans or people like cartoons or or uh, you know, trading cards mm-hmm. stuff like that, but in my opinion, I think it's anyone who's like any, like even for NFL, like people who like sports or anything, they know all these numbers and stats. I'm like, how is that not considered a nerd? And you get like, right. you, you know, yeah, you, wear, you, you know what I'm saying? You wear a jersey with another man's name on your back, but mm-hmm. like, you know, someone can't cosplay. Like I'm cosplaying so right now. I always found that interesting. That right. so different. Uh, I want to say for me, like it was sort of like. Okay, so for me, being a nerd has just been, you know, the usual standard definition of a nerd, because my father grew up watching Star Trek, Doctor Who, Star Wars, and all that, you know, so of course I sort of got, you know, molded into that with all the TV shows we used to watch, like I remember when I was like, I want to say eight or nine years old, me and my dad were actually sitting down, like, you know the channel USA, right? Yeah. Like at one point we used to sit down and watch Chuck together, when I was like Love nine it. years old. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's not only been my father, but it's also been like my cousins and my family that I've been raised with because like, you know, there's all the video games and stuff that I played, especially like my other cousins on my mother's side of the family who are also very much into, you know, usually like NBA, NFL and all that. They had those games and everything. And it has always puzzled my mind, like, how are you going to get mad at me? Like for just being engrossed in like, these nerdy activities, yeah, you guys are sneakerheads. You guys collect shoes. That's no different from collecting figurines, right? Like, yes, do what you want. Do what you want. I ain't gonna diss you. But like, I personally just see it as the same thing. Especially since um, when I was a kid, since I wasn't, well, my parents didn't let me. Like my cousins, my cousins, they had the uh, classic WWE SmackDown versus Raw games on the PS2 and all that. Yep. I could never play it, Damn. but I could watch. I could watch because, you know, um, me growing up in a Christian household, my parents were like, oh, you know, this is too violent. This is too violent. You got to wait until you're a certain age. So the most I could just do is watch or just sneak watching WWE on the TV, <laughs> trying to catch The Rock versus. Uh, I remember there was a promo. There was a promo way back in the day for like the rock uh versus i want to say it was john Cena. i can't remember who but it was like a big promo and it had like my way by limp biscuit playing in the background i can't exactly remember the name or who it was versus i'm pretty sure it was the rock versus somebody but i cannot remember i think it was maybe john cena or roman reigns who knows but uh yeah it's just sort of just being a nerd at this point honestly it can mean you're just heavily into anything like it could be like a computer nerd a hat nerd heck i have like a rack of hats like right here lined up on my wall you could be you know in anime and you know video games and i've been to 
video games for like the longest time. I still have my um well, I actually bought this like back in middle school, but it was a PC uh copy of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, which was yeah, one of my favorite it. games to play on the PS2 back Yo. when I was uh, young and and I see you also got the Sashomaru and the Inuyasha Funko Pops there right next to you. Of course, of course. You always got to. You got to stay on deck with the Funko Pops, man. You you grew up on the Toonami blocks, I assume. Oh, easily. Yeah, man. Easily, easily. You had to because, um, you know, going based off what you said also about sneakers is always thought it was funny because I can understand if you're wearing them. And some sneakerheads do wear them, but a lot of them, you know, buy them and then display them, which I don't have a problem with. I really, truly could care less, but... It's just funny because like, okay, that's like you said, it's the same, literally the same thing as like buying a figurine because at the end of the day, they're both on display, never to be touched. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not doing right. anything with them. It's not just touching about them unless I'm cleaning them. Exactly. So I, I always found it super, I just always found it interesting because I was exactly. like, so it's just, it's just funny. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when I was in middle school, because like when I was in middle school, it was sort of like a half and half thing for me. Like there were some people who were in the anime back then, some who weren't would make fun of you for it. It was just sort of like, yeah. you had to find the right people during that time. But like, but it was funny because then like later on in high school when anime was like getting really popular, like I want to say it was late high school, Dragon Ball Super. It was the Goku versus Jiren fight that like broke the internet for a little bit. And I saw everybody talking about it. And I'm just like, uh, I know way too many people here right now that I didn't know last year. You know that Drake line. Yep, yep, yep. That's, that's how it goes. I'm not mad at it. And I'm not going to gatekeep. I'm not going to be that person. I'm just like, it. I don't mind it. It's cool that y'all are into it. I just wish, you know, the bullying wasn't, you know, a thing back when I was, when I was really into it when I was younger. But then again, I was, you know, me being of middle school or I guess I was a little bit annoying <laughs> I was only a little bit annoying at times with my friends when I was talking about it but like hey I would talk about it with them at the lunch table some people would just be like just walking in our conversation I'm just like who the hell are you can you leave us alone in peace we're trying to talk about how we think the next Sonic game is going to turn out here okay I jeez <laughs> oh man I, I love I love the energy because going off what you said about you know, like gatekeeping and stuff. I, I do feel like so many people had such a negative experience growing up with it, whether it's like, you know, as especially now that I've become more of like a content creator in the, in the TikTok space, I always get like comments or messages from people saying like, oh, you know, like I didn't know you could be an adult and like anime or like gaming or like because their families bully them for it or their, their, friend, their friends or like, you know, just other people who don't know, like just bully them for it. So it's like, now that it's become more of a mainstream thing as, as gaining all this money and capita and like someone like me can make money off of it and all these different things. Uh, it, it, you know, some people feel so hurt because they're like, damn, when I was this like, you know, excited about this shit, like there wasn't ain't no one around. Like I just got bullied for, you know what I'm saying? But now it's right. like, oh, people out here making like tens of thousands of dollars. And, you know, you see that, that thing that happened with the, the Twitch hack where like people start, uh, you know, releasing those people with salaries and stuff. So you start seeing like stuff like that. You're like, damn, well, where, where, where was this at when I was out here getting like, you know, whatever bullies did, swirlies, whatever the, whatever they do down. But, <laughs> and I, I also feel bad for kids these days. Now, you know, a lot of people will be like, Oh, it's not as bad now. I was like, to me, it's even worse for these kids, honestly, because when I was growing up, 
it's like I didn't have to worry ever about not not like I grew up before the internet or anything, but like I didn't grow up how the internet is now. Like now, bullies can like uh, mm-hmm. freaking post videos. Like it's different. The the kind of bullying is just very is drastically different to me. Is way right. more psychological. Which arguably is it worse or is it worse than physical? I don't know. Physical bullying, I don't know. But psychological leaves scars that can't be seen, so they can't be treated as much. So like I, I don't know. I just see these videos, man, and just so much things that can happen with online now that I'm like, this is far worse. Give me the give me the fight or whatever before, because you know I can heal that or like you know it can be seen, it can be dealt with. But like this this other psychological warfare shit you will be on. I'm like this is this is problematic. <laughs> this is totally it's different. It, it, it is it is really weird. And it's so weird, like, how much accessibility, like, yes. you know, I had to the internet, and now that my, like, my younger cousin has to the internet. Because, like, when I was growing up, I'm not gonna lie, like, I was able to roam the internet, and sometimes my parents didn't look at what I was watching, and, you know, that kind of... <laughs> it it kind of it scarred me, the things you find on the internet when your parents, you know, are not looking and you're at such a curious young age so tell me why uh i think it's about a year or so back i was talking to my baby cousin and i was like so what you've been watching recently he's like oh i've actually been watching some anime i'm like really and in the back of my mind i'm just like oh man my time is coming so i ask him what you've been watching he's like oh i've been watching naruto hunter hunter i'm like okay that's pretty good for his age he might he was like eight at the moment and then he goes on to mention assassination classroom and death note and i'm like hold on what i yeah. i how how it how is your auntie letting you get away with watching this <laughs> that's crazy yeah it's man. wild and, and i mean it's funny I mean, to be fair i i watched when i watched full metal alchemist the original like way way too you like arguably definitely i should not have been watching that because that definitely probably made me colder uh-huh. as a human being but it's always this i think it's part of growing up like just stumbling across this these things but it's just so funny with the internet and like people these kids every generation after ours will always have more growing up in the cyber age and the age of all this connectivity so like they have so much access to just like everything like everything anything if they're curious they have the encyclopedia in their pocket probably or in their backpack or like exactly like they have the they have the answer to any question and they don't know how to navigate through that, having so much info at the palm of your hand. So it's like, you get all this misinformation and all these things about anime. Like, it's always funny to me. I was telling this to someone else in the podcast episode. Like, people's perception on anime watchers is so warped that it's, like, insane because they get these outliers from, like, middle school and high school and maybe even college and, like, just kind of, like, stick with that. Like, oh, no, these people only watch hentai and all these things. And it's always funny to me. Because in my, at least yeah, in my I've never opinion, understood that. Yeah, <laughs> in my in my case, I've never known anyone, including myself, that purposely like kind of like search hentai. Usually, you just kind of like discover it again because you're on the internet doing your thing, kind of stumble across it because internet's just full of that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. And so every time someone brings it up to me, I'm like, "How do you know about?" It? My question is like, "How do you <laughs> know about it?" Because you didn't just even if you just heard about it, like, no, you need to, you need to have seen it. So I want to know what your story behind that was, but that's all, you know, it's always pushback or like when people like, I, I, I hate when people bully people. I'm like, but you watch Game of Thrones. I was like, you have watch parties and you dress up as Game of Thrones characters, but you have like, you know right. what I'm saying? But how's that different from someone who does cosplay and watch anime? 
That's all. That's all. It's, it's always a question for me. And One like, piece is too long. Why are you watching Grey's Anatomy then? No, seriously. Seriously. <laughs> What's going on that butt? <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's the thing. And that's the thing. Shout out to Grey's Anatomy, though, because, you know what I'm saying? I had family on, on the show before, so shout out to y'all. But um, Really? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hey, the one thing about those long-running-ass shows is that a brother or two can get in. You feel me? A brother or two can get in. When you had, like, 20 years, you know, even, like, I was, mm-hmm. I was, I was actually laughing because my mom was, like, uh, something to my mom one day, a couple, I mean, like, two years ago about, like, One Piece. Uh, and then she was like, what is this One Piece thing? And I was telling her, I was like, that's a really long time to watch the show. I was like, Mom, you came to America in, like, in the 80s, and you've been watching this. this the show you've been watching, the soap opera you've watched, since you've come in this country, is still ongoing. And you're telling me one piece is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Young the wrestlers will never end. I was like, right. they will never end. And I just I was so I always find it funny that like, you know, you get these different, these different vibes, but I also want to switch gears into into your personal journey as well in terms of like cosplaying. When did cosplay uh, become a, a factor into your life? Oh, I, that's a very, very good question. Um, well, for me, it actually started back in, I want to say, late middle school, early high school, with a certain first-person shooter that I'm pretty sure a lot of people know about, uh, made by Valve, known as Team Fortress 2. I was addicted to that game for so, so long. It was like a little, one of my favorite first-person shooters to play. I'll play it every weekend. And with my homies, we have fun, you know, just messing around in lobbies and everything. And I was like, hey, I know about the whole uh, Dragon Con thing going on in Atlanta. Why don't I dress up as the Scout? Because the Scout was actually one of my favorite characters to play back then. So I did that. And honestly, you know, I had a lot of fun with it. I went to the Dragon Con parade. I actually saw a group of people cosplaying as like Team Fortress 2 characters. I got to say hi to them. Had a lot of fun. Uh, And then after that, let's see, let's just. It was 2014 when I did that. <clears throat> 2015, I went to Momocon, which is a big old anime video game convention in Atlanta. I forgot who I cosplayed. I cosplayed as a scout one time. And then another year I went as the medic. And then I started going in like other uh, different costumes. I forgot what was like the actual first anime cosplay I ever did. It, it's, it's, it might take me a minute but I have to remember. But in 2019, uh, you know, about a year after I graduated, I actually went to Anime Weekend in Atlanta dressed up as Lupin III, which was like one of my favorite animes at the time because, you know, who doesn't love that dashing thief? It's sponsorship time. You know what it is. We got to pay some bills around here. And today's sponsor is Anchor. You ever heard about Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. And who doesn't like free? Also, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast, you know, money, bread, moolah, and with no minimum listenership, which is a big deal. It's how I got started. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So drop what you're doing, and if you want to start your podcast, now you know how to do it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Now enjoy the rest of the Wholesome Monk podcast. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, like just going to being able to go to these conventions just about almost every year, saying hi to people and having fun 
and getting to do all the, this um you know crazy stuff talking to people and also competing in um uh fighting games i was actually very much into the super smash bros fighting like community at the time and was actually like really most of the time i went to momocon actually to watch like you know the grand finals and everything because they actually had like super smash bros competitions there where you got to watch top players when i was like really into smash 4 and also smash ultimate so <clears throat> yeah it was a lot of fun had a lot of fun doing that so cosplaying for me really <clears throat> sorry cosplaying for me really just started with seeing these characters for a first person shooter and being like you know what I could probably pull that off and then going into something greater. It was, it was good fun. I also got Halloween to slightly blame for that because, you know, just being able to have fun walking around as your favorite Halloween characters is always a good time and kind of, and it just opens up new doors for you and we find out on the internet, wow, people just do this stuff year round and have fun with it. It's great. Yeah, no, I, I, I really like that because I, I know a couple of people that live in the ATL area and um, I performed there. <laughs> the one thing I'll say about Atlanta is that it is, it is hot as like, bruh, 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 bruh. That, that y'all heat is yeah. different. It's different. Mm-hmm. It is, I've never, I've lived in the desert and that heat and humidity combination is just different. I don't know what it is. About don't go Atlanta. one state south or else you'll experience extreme humidity. Yeah. And I, like yeah. 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 I, so, I always thought like, damn, I wonder how like people survive cosplaying like, like I've seen people cosplay like my first ever uh, anime convention I went to was actually this past July in my whole life. I've never been to one till this past July. And I went to oh. one was called Blurred Con. It was like a, basically a black nerd convention and uh, it was in Virginia. Oh, you went to Blurred Con. Nice. Yeah, it was a <laughs> it was a grand old time. And it was it was just so nice to see. Like I never experienced being around that many nerds in one space all collectively celebrating the exact same thing it was like and I, you know i'm going to anime nyc so i wanted to get my toes a little wet before i went to something that big so i wouldn't get like lost in the sauce and like do all these things and just seeing people cosplay as like you know digimon cosplay as like gundams and stuff like that i always wondered i was like dude i could never imagine someone doing that arizona or california or like atlanta like how it's too hot <laughs> It must be hot as hell. Well, good thing about our, uh, where we usually have it, it's at the uh, George Wilkarnas Center. It's usually pretty cool out there, unless you decide to stay outside. Well, in that case, you're a different type of beast. I'm going to let you know that right now. It's not even I'm outside the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's just so, it, the, the, the heat is so different. And I really, and I if give cosplays, like as someone who's just got into it myself again, after a huge hiatus, is that like, I give people so much credit who can craft and build and cosplay in general. You don't have to like, uh, you know, craft and build to be considered a cosplayer, but just like people who cosplay in general and people who really take it oh, seriously above and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. They're absolutely insane. I have, my cosplays have usually mostly either been store-bought or there's stuff that I just find in my closet because, you know, me growing up, going to church, I'm bound to have a suit or two in there. <laughs> Most of my stuff is, but I'd like to actually like make a prop or something one of these days. Yeah. Is because I have the materials because my dad like does like workshop and building stuff all the time. So I have the materials. I just need to actually like put my mind to it. Yeah. Cause it's, I have friends that really like craft their whole thing, like stitch. So it's just, it's such a, to the point where I'm like, do you ever consider, I always ask you, like, do you ever consider doing it as like a profession just to craft? Cause there's a huge market 
for costumes in general. Like, right. not even just cosplay, but just costumes in general. Like, I know people would, it's just crazy. Or people who to, to uh, alter, they can alter stuff on the fly. Remember I had a friend that was like, oh yeah, this UG Dory cosplay is kind of like too small because the for whatever reason, the button's like ridiculously crazy how the button up is. It's just like, it, whatever size you get, it's like two sizes mm-hmm. down because of how much it closes up. So, and then they're like, oh, yeah, you can easily just alter that. And they, they, they could do it like in a freaking afternoon. Like, it's crazy. I was like, that's such an insane, insane skill set to have. And, I, you know, I, I know not, you know, not, uh, not everyone wants to make profit off their hobby, but I'm just like, that is such a, a skill set that a lot of people just never have mastered because it's just, it takes time. It takes a lot of time to do this. Right. You actually remind me of something. And it was actually last Halloween. So, my cousin that I that I mentioned before, um, his mother, my auntie, is actually you know like a fashion designer and all that, and uh, she actually made my cousin a uh, costume for Halloween. So what happened was it was back in I want to say September. He walked up to me and he was like, "Hey, Drew." I was like, "What's up?" He said, "I am doing a Naruto costume for Halloween this year. I was like, oh, really? I wonder who's going to be. And he says, I'm not going to tell you. So I'm like, okay, I guess we'll find out. So a couple weeks later, uh, he sends me a picture of him and my auntie working on it. And it's like this little like purple suit with bandages around it and a white wig and some glasses. And I'm like, oh no, it's Kabuto. <laughs> he dressed up as Kabuto. <laughs> From Naruto Shippuden for Halloween, the biggest op in Naruto, literally responsible for like half the nonsense that went on in there. So I was like, why are you dressing up as him? He's like, eh. Why not? I was like, okay, well, you asked for it. (laughs) He had fun, though. He had a lot of fun. And I dressed up in a little Akatsuki jacket. We had fun. No, and I think that's, I think that's like really great, especially like my brother, who's older. We like, we're like eight years apart. And he just got into cosplaying which is which is like insane anyone that mm. watches my content knows that he uh i've been documenting his anime journey he's just starting to get he's he just got into naruto shippuden i think um because he watched like all the fillers of like the original series for whatever reason and he like loves the series and uh so he's, he's causing he, he bought a, so for his birthday uh this past march i bought him a natsu cosplay because i was like if you're gonna go I want you. He loves fairy tale. Him and my niece love fairy tale. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get you. Uh, I'm gonna get you a Natsu thing. I have a happy cosplay, and I think his girlfriend has a Lucy cosplay. So I was like, boom! When we first got our first anime convention to get all all of us together, we're gonna dress as like fairy tale together. So I was like, I'm gonna get you a Natsu thing, and you know, and I, you know, I was like, you can borrow my UG wig because it's pink, pink, and then you can just like use it. So you don't have to, you know, you can get your thing on. And just seeing like the, the legitimate joy, my parents still don't understand it, but like, which is hilarious. But like the the joy of seeing like, you know, my family members get into it is something that I feel like I'm blessed with, like you said, with your cousins, everything. I feel like not a lot of people get to experience that at all, ever with any member of their family. So it's like, yeah, to be able to, to, be able to share uh, that kind of nerd bond with your family, like what does that like mean for you personally? Oh, I mean, the thing is, most of my cousins, they're not really into the whole cosplay thing. Like, some of them watch anime, yes, but not a lot of them are into the whole cosplay thing. So when they found out that I was doing, um, you know, stuff on TikTok and all that, they were just like, hey, Drew, uh, we see what you've been doing on TikTok. And I got nervous. I was like, uh-oh. Because <laughs> I, I haven't really told anybody. Like, the only people who kind of knew were, like, 
my sister and uh, one of my cousins at the time. And when they saw it, I was always like, hey man, look, it's pretty cool that you're doing what you're doing. I was like, all right, that's that's tight. So, you know, we we kind of keep it on the down low between us, but like they've seen what I've been doing and they're just like, yeah, th this is actually pretty cool what you're doing. I'm glad you're having fun on this app and also, you know, getting followers and stuff off of it, which I was ever shocked that I did in the first place. So, you know, they're not the biggest nerds out there, but you know, they will like stand behind me and support me. So I'm happy about that. And, and I think that's, I think that's really important. There's uh, cause you know, people may not see it, see as like a big deal, but there's like a lot of people who, um, especially like, just like from the, I've got like followers of mine who told me their personal stories um who said like yo i've had people like just my family straight up like bullied me out of like out of this and it's like oh it's not God. just about yeah and it's unfortunate because it doesn't just stop there it stops with like anything you see as a hobby would if it would affect you there too so it's like they just end up being this like their, their perception of adults which i think is what comes like you know i'm sure you got in your comments too with people like dude aren't you too old or young or this or that to be doing some of these things you'd be doing and it's like as an adult, I feel like people just this perception yeah. is like adults just like you just grow up eventually as a, to, to be a certain age, and then you just become work, home, start a family, and then die. I'm just like, that's not, <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not it. Like, I've had people generally ask, ask me, it's like, aren't you too old to be like be watching anime and these cartoons? I'm like, no, I passed that social experiment, I dipped out of that. It's weird why people like sort of have that thought process that like you can't have all these like cool hobbies after you become an adult because I mean like my dad, you know, though he's a nerd, he like has these different hobbies that he does. It's it's nothing nerd related. Like sometimes he'll just like work on little projects like, you know, building a garden or something. He actually has a really sick garden like outside in our front yard right now that is like really cool. I'll like send you a picture of it later. And, you know, my mom has her hobbies and usually most of her hobbies is at some up to uh, cooking, like plenty, plenty of cooking. So it's not really the thing of like hobbies. I guess they're just not used to these hobbies being something that's completely different. That would be sort of out of like what their generation is used to be calling a hobby. Very true. I agree. It's just something that like they're going to have to get used to and they're going to have to realize that like these are what people consider hobbies. These are what people do in their spare time and they have fun with it. So, you know. Yeah. And I, and I, it, it's just so crazy. Cause like, I, my thing I always tell people is like, you know, you say what you say, but like, who do you think uh, made these things? Like adults made these things. Like these are adults who make these anime manga right. cartoons, like, you know, and yeah, it's directed. Some are directed towards a different demographic, but it's like, at the end of the day, if you rewatch it, you know, all the, the, to me, I always say there's the greatest cartoons or uh, well, when it comes to American cartoons, the greatest ones, the classics are always the ones that as an adult, you can still watch because at the end of the day, it was made so that exactly you're the adults who are babysitting you or taking care of you can also sit there and tolerate what they're watching. So a lot of that will have like these adult jokes that will go way over mm -hmm. your head. And as a kid, you just don't care because you're just laughing at it regardless. And an adults like, you know, what the what the what's going on here what, what's kind of what kind of wild shit are this or like cartoon violence or whatever they call it these different <laughs> things you know and yeah i just feel like you know because life can be so boring to like i always tell people like the biggest dub to me in life we can do um is to be able to take care of your responsibilities without compromising what makes you happy so if you can achieve that 
no matter what you're doing. Exactly. You can't cheat that because it's hard to do. That's hard as anyone who's an adult knows it's hard as hell to do, especially when you start paying taxes. It's hard mm-hmm. as hell. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, preach, preach. Yeah. So it's all about it's all about having that balance. And I feel like when people see nerds and see the 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 figures or see the manga, they're like, oh, that person clearly is not is not a uh, taking care of themselves financially, or that's why they're still living at home, or that's why they have no whatever, like all these, they just make these grand assumptions about nerds. I'm like, that is so crazy. Cause with no, no right. other, no other hobby or no other line of, of entertainment gets that kind of rap. It is just like, like, for example, and I always sound this funny. It's, it's like, just that it's just that. And it's like, I, I, like I do, I did, I do stand up. I did it more actively before COVID and everything, but like, so people would be like, Oh yeah, he's going to be this thing, that thing. And then once I started, use my comedy to write and to like to write scripts instead and like to uh and to do more of like a cosplay anime thing the people were like treat me mad different and it was like because their brains and their heads like oh comedy can be seen kevin Hart, we've seen dave Chappelle, we've seen some of these people and we see how it's profitable and things like that but like anime is just it's like oh it's weird it's it's, it's stupid uh it's it's this or that or it's like uh, we, we don't understand it there's no way you can make money off of it and i was like when I was in college, I did, I started YouTube. When I was in high school, I started YouTube. And that's what helped pay for college was those videos. That's back when it was a lot easier to get paid on YouTube. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's what paid <laughs> for books. Anyone who went to college knows how expensive them, them textbooks can be. Um, so, yeah, there's always that 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 oh, perception. Lord, don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> it's all that perception. And I, I, I find that funny. But, yeah, I, I agree with you about, you know, what you said about cosplaying. Um, like, I, I myself, I buy my stuff um i uh what's it called i get whatever on my shelf and what helped, what really inspired me to do that also like to do more anime inspired looks just like people like yourself and other my mutuals who do the same thing i think it's so fun and creative to get a do-rag and use that as like the hair for that character thank you thank you i actually appreciate that a lot that's that's key that's key. Because, what, what motivated you to do it because uh, what motivated me to do it? Okay, so honestly, it was just one thing that motivated me to do it. It's the fact that wigs just do not look good on me. They just, they don't. <laughs> I tried every, I tried so many times. And my girlfriend has always been like, well, just wear like a wig cap or, or one of your like smaller do-rags. I'm just like, I've tried. It just does not look good on me. I even have some of the wigs just up there in my closet have not been touched for months. So I'm just like, okay, let's try something a little bit different. What if I just yeah. replaced it with something that, you know, a lot of black people wear, something we're known for wearing, let's do rags. And it worked. People enjoyed the People enjoyed it like a lot, a lot. And I'm so happy that it got that kind of traction that people are like, okay, they can see me using like cultured clothing and still appreciate my content. It made me very happy to see. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. Now, I feel like I feel like it's something that is taken for granted. I feel like people think we, you know, I, I think what comes with cosplay too, because how how nasty it can be with like certain like just a community, what like any other community mm-hmm. can be really gross when it comes to like people's interpretations on characters. And I was like, as long as they know who you're cosplaying, it literally doesn't matter what you're doing. Like as long as first and foremost, as long as you have having fun with it, of course. But like secondly. If people know what character you are, which most people, most people will do, unless it's like a really obscure character, like someone like a very background character or anime that's not uh, highly known, but then that's going to happen regardless. Even you dress head to toe to the character, not going to know who it is regardless. So even that's like a, a mute point. 
and that, that's why I like your your takes on your cosplay. You're like your Nanami, and uh, which I know. <laughs> oh man, I well, I tell you, I was not expecting that to do the numbers it did when I originally posted those videos. I am. <laughs> I'm glad it did, though. I'm glad it did. The Jujutsu Kaisen community, I will admit, is very, very welcoming. They were very welcoming. As as they should, and I feel like I feel like that's key to to cosplaying. But we're running out of time, so I wanted to make sure I ask you about uh, gaming and streaming. So what what what? I, I believe you stream. So what uh, started that journey of like streaming? Yes, I do. Um, honestly, the dream started when I uh, turned eighteen. It was literally my eighteenth birthday. And my cousin, one of my older cousins actually showed me something on his phone. He's like, hey, dude, check out this order. I just got on Amazon. It is like, I looked at it and I was, I was, I was being kind of slow here. I was being like dumb slow. And I was like, huh, it's a new computer. Uh, cool. When'd you buy a new computer? And he's like, dude, are you serious? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's, and then he said, look at where it's shipped to. And I was like, wait, that's my address. Okay. Wait, that's my address. <laughs> awesome. And I got, and now I have like this brand spanking new computer with like a 1080 Ti graphics card and nice. all that. It was essentially my present for graduating this year. I got it set up that night, and this is the computer I've been using since like 2018. And then after I graduated, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to try Twitch streaming. I just did it randomly one night, and I had fun with it. So I decided to continue it and keep going and going with it. Now keep in mind, it was. 2008, it was late 2018 when I got started. About a few months later, I ended up getting to affiliate. And since then, I've just been trying to do it consistently. But the thing is, I've been doing Twitch way longer than I've been doing TikTok. Like, I started TikTok back in, you know, around the around time the pandemic started, which was mid-2020. I've been doing Twitch since 2018. And on TikTok, I've had, like, 20 times the growth on there like because on tiktok i you know just recently hit 100k and on twitch i'm currently at about 615 followers so you know it was just sort of a whiplash thing for me that it's just like huh i guess you know some content is easier to create than others but i still enjoy doing twitch i still enjoy doing tiktok i'm going to do both of them and i'm trying to get my tiktok community over to watch my twitch streams i actually you know i'm going to stream tonight so that's going there to be fun go. and and in terms of uh, what games I stream, usually it's whatever, but I mostly like stream fighting game content. I usually have at least one day every week dedicated to like, you know, playing a fighting game of some sort, unless there's like some other big game that I'm very excited for. And recently the fighting game is a little bit more of a low-key fighting game called Melty Blood Type Lumina. It's actually very fun. I've played a lot of matches and I actually was in a tournament for it yesterday with a couple of other different TikTok creators who you know are mostly versed in the FGC. I got out at fifth. I, I, I got beaten at fifth. I went I had like one win, two losses, got eliminated. But it was still like a lot of fun. It was still a lot of fun. And in terms of other video games I play, it's usually like FPSs, Metroidvanias, hack and slashes, especially hack and slashes. And the reason I love hack and slashes so much is I have to blame the game series Devil May Cry for that, which is like probably Dante from Devil May Cry favorite video game character of all time bar none one of my favorite cosplays i've ever done and i do plan on cosplaying his brother virgil at some point that, that's great my brother i think my brother i think 
that's definitely top five for my brother. If not, his favorite is definitely Dante because he he's the one exposed me to Double May Cry series, and he's been playing. We've both been playing like ever since the PS2 days. I remember like when it first came out, right. he like loved that shit. Like he loved <laughs> he loved Double May Cry so much. I- I remember seeing Devil May Cry 1 and 3 when I was like 8 years old and I'm just like this dude wields a sword and a gun and is completely and it's and he's just completely stylish while doing it. This looks so cool. Like he just looks so cool and then about a year or two later I end up watching the anime for it. Yeah, yeah. Which was actually pretty good. But yeah, series is great. It's crazy and I enjoy, you know, streaming Twitch content and just, you know, doing what I love on there. And I think that's important. And that's 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 King Drew, everyone, for you. And where can the people find you uh on the interweb? Where where can they see your stuff? Um, well, on TikTok, I am uh known as King Drew34, like King Drew then 34. On Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash King Drew, and then on Twitter, it is King underscore Drew101. All right, and then you can find me on pretty much every social media platform under wholesome underscore monk. Uh, you can go ahead and watch my podcast or listen to them. My YouTube channel is going great. And then obviously my TikTok and Instagram and Twitter. So with that being said, King Drew, thank you so much again. I really appreciate you. And for anyone that watched this or listened to this podcast, you're now 10% more wholesome. The word before you listen. Peace out, everybody.